Welcome everyone to the podcast Unanswered Questions with Pastor Tim Cole. This is a podcast where we talk about tough theological and Christian living questions sent in by people just like you. Our hope is that listening will strengthen your confidence in God's Word, helping you to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. If you have any questions, please send them to questionsforpastortim at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unanswered Questions with Pastor Tim Cole. Today we're addressing the question that was sent in, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, what a question. It's not the first time it's been asked and probably won't be the last, but I hope that the way I can approach the question will give some comfort as well as some understanding of the nature of challenges, trials, and storms that almost every believer in Christ will face from time to time. Just yesterday and the day before here in Pinellas County, Florida, we had a pretty heavy windstorm. And as what happens when you have trees on your property, and we've got a lot of trees, we have a live oak tree in the front along with a pine as well as with a um, cedar tree. And then over on the side of the house we have a water oak and in the backyard we have another live oak and inevitably when high winds come branches come down branches break off and come down some are dead and some of them in fact are alive uh, i noticed across the street that uh, on a church property that a major tree came down in the storm and uh, if i could use the word storm to help answer the question why do bad things, storms, happen to good people? And when we say good, we mean people who are doing their best to follow God, obey Christ, love their neighbor, and they're doing the best they can in life, and then out of the blue, things happen. Uh, things go wrong. There's sickness, we lose jobs, we're fired for no reason. Um, somebody rejects us as we apply for a job, someone gets sick, family member dies, we're involved in uh, some sort of an accident or a collision. How do we understand these difficult, painful times in our life? And so if I can use the word storm, it might help maybe to bring greater understanding to a difficult subject. Uh, the Bible talks about two different kinds of storms, and often the people who entered those storms were unprepared. First, let's talk about storms of perfection. What's a storm of perfection? Well, it would be a storm, a trial, that is designed to perfect you, to make you a better person, to develop some area of your life that maybe is a little bit rusty, or that has great potential and great promise that God sees about you, but it needs development. God knows your future, he has plans for your future, and so he brings a storm designed to perfect you. It's not that he's angry with you. It's not that he's mad at you. This is not a type of discipline, necessarily, because you've done something wrong. It may be because you did something right. That's right. God brings storms into our lives to perfect us and make us better people. Let me give you an example 
right from the Gospels. Uh, in Mark chapter 4, Mark depicts Jesus as teaching the parable of the four different kinds of soils and how different soils respond to the seed of the sower in different ways. And the story is designed to explain why so few people who hear the word of God and in fact believe it for a while end up producing no fruit. And that's of course what the farmer is planting in order to see. He plants or she plants to harvest. That's the purpose of it. And Mark as well as Luke and Matthew explain that the reason that the majority of the time when the Word of God is planted it does not produce the fruit that God wants to see. The disciples have listened to this all day long in verses 1 through 35. That's Mark 4. So they've listened to how the seed goes into a certain kind of soil, but the soil is bad, it's poor, it's rocky, it's full of stuff, stuff that interferes with growth, and it doesn't produce anything. In fact, one particular seed produces faith, but it's a faith that's only part-time and temporary. And it's, and it's a faith that dies. It's not a real God-given, spirit-inspired faith. Well, as soon as the teaching is over with, Jesus says, let's go to the other side. And he takes the twelve with him. What's Mark doing? Mark's showing us that there's more to education than listening to someone talk and give teaching. There's school both by day, but then there's night school because the sun had set and Jesus sends these men with himself into the boat to cross over to the other side. This is school, but it's night school and there's no lecturer or teacher who's doing the teaching. But this is a different kind of school. This is a storm. This is a storm perfection. And so they get into the boat and what happens? Immediately a storm crashes into the boat. Now, did the disciples do something wrong? No. What did they do? They obeyed Jesus. That's right. This is what they got for obeying Jesus. They ran smack into a storm. Well, what's Jesus doing? Punishing them? No. Not at all. He is testing them. He wants to see the level of their faith and he wants to show who he is. That's right. It's more education, but it's education by night and education by storm. He's perfecting their faith. And of course, you know the story, I'm sure, in Mark 4, at the end of the chapter. Uh, <clears throat> they are upset. They wake Jesus up out of his sleep and um, they complain. Don't you care? We're about to drown. Um, so Jesus stands up in the middle of the storm he speaks to the waves. He speaks to the wind. It's immediately made calm. They turn to one another and they conclude this question. Who is this? Who even the winds and the waves obey him. Jesus brought them to a place where they're asking the right question. They weren't asking that question at the beginning of the school period. <laughs> the beginning of the night class. They didn't ask that question. But it's in the middle of a storm that they are forced to look at Jesus with new eyes, with a new perspective. Who is this? So they 
were being tested. Can you trust me? Jesus had just said to them, and here he is sowing seeds, let's go where? To the other side. But they didn't listen. Their fears overcame their faith. And they thought, no, we're going to drown. Well, Jesus didn't say, let's go to the middle of the lake and let's drown together. He said, let's go to the other side. It was a way of testing their ability to trust what Jesus had said. If Jesus said, let's go to the other side, then their faith should have said, you know what? Even if we encounter a storm, he's going to see us through. He's going to take us to the other side. It was a storm. It was terrifying. They were scared. A lot of things came up in their feelings. But it was not because Jesus was trying to punish them. He was trying to improve them. He was trying to stretch their faith and give them a broader view of his identity, of who he really was. He is the Lord of the storm. He is the Lord of the wind. He is the Lord of the waves. So are you right now in a storm? You're doing the best you could. You're following Christ. You love him. Trying to love your neighbor. You don't know of any outstanding place of rebellion in your life against God. And God has brought you into a storm. The question to ask is, Lord, what are you asking of me? What are you trying to tell me about you or about my life? Rather than, Lord, uh, what did I do wrong? Well, you may have done the right thing. You may have followed God's direction and are following right in the middle of God's will. And a storm hits. That's the time to ask those questions. Lord, what is it that you want me to learn about you in this storm? Perhaps it's to pay attention, perhaps, even better than you do to the voice of the Lord speaking to you directly, or speaking to you through the pages of his word, or even through other people. Your ability to listen is where they needed improvement. And we all need improvement in that. But it's not because the Lord dislikes us. It's because he knew that in their future they would be speaking to people and they would have to get it right. They were being groomed for leadership. Maybe he's grooming you for leadership. A special place in the church. And he's showing you how important it is to listen to what he says and to embrace it and to believe it even when there's no sun guiding your path. And it's night and it's scary. You may be the one that needs to stand up in the middle of the storm and say, God will bring us through this. He brought us here and he will see us through. That's one way to look at storms. Storms of perfection. They perfect us. They make us better followers of Jesus because we know him better and we trust his word better. Hope that helped you out. Hope that encouraged you and brought a little bit of light to, to sometimes what a, a dark portion of our life, trials, can occupy. God bless you and strengthen your faith. Thank you for joining us this episode. And remember to send all your questions to questionsforpastortim at gmail.com.